Hello and thank you for joining us. Welcome to Women Inspiring Women and I'm here today with Kate Holroyd. Um, Kate has 15 years in the travel industry. Um, she's worked with multiple operators uh, across many sectors and has, has, and has carried out many roles in that time. In 2017 she started Strawberry Holidays um, which provides tailored, imaginative and and memorable um, itineraries for people so it reaches beyond the journey and the destination I personally have um, come across Kay because she uh, tailored such a program for me for a family trip of a lifetime to uh, Australia which for, fortunately we, we managed to squeeze in before COVID-19 took over the world and um, so I can thoroughly recommend the service that Kate provides and, I, and in the past I would have always done my own travel arrangements because I think that's the way we go. I've now seen why it's such an advantage to have uh, somebody like Kate doing this for you and certainly in the scary times we're living in. So one of the things that really struck me about Kate when I first met her was her drive and ambition to succeed in this field and a passion for travel. Um, knows no bounds. So to stop me waffling on, I'm going to hand over to Kate. Um, Kate, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Why don't you just tell us a bit more about how you got into the travel industry? Yeah, well, thank you, first of all, for that introduction. Wow, <laughs> that was really um, lovely. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so the travel industry, um, I got into it completely by accident, really. I, um, I trained as a journalist at university, and um, it was one of the modules that I was doing, my tutor said something that really struck me, which was, um, it was for the online module, it was about writing for the web, and he said that, private companies, I'm talking early 2000s here, so this was before yeah. you know, digital marketing existed as a, as a area. Um, and he said, he, he said companies, private companies don't realise the importance um, that's going to be set on being able to write for the internet. So when I graduated and um, I didn't want to become a journalist, um, it's a long story, but I decided I wasn't going to be a journalist. Um, but then I remembered what he'd said and um, there was a job advertised um, working for my travel which was going places back in the day and air tours yeah. and um, there was a job there and it was web content um, coordinator and it was all about writing for their websites and putting up prices and things like that so I started with them in December 2006 I've not graduated that long um, and so, yeah, I started literally at the bottom in an e-commerce department in an era when, you know, companies didn't have e-commerce departments. They were really ahead of the game um, at my trouble. And that was one of the reasons why Thomas Cook then merged with them and bought them out because of the strength in the digital marketing right. arena. So I ended up, I was there in total between my trouble and Thomas Cook, I was there about three years and I worked from content coordinator right up to content manager and then I was running all 14 of Thomas Cook's websites from a content point of view as well as delivering content for Thomas Cook TV and it was during that time then that you, you just you know you know you got the book the right industry yeah. I got the book completely I didn't do like a gap year or anything like that or backpacking because that's mm -hmm. just not my it's just not my thing at all like I'm into my luxury things yeah. like that so I never did that year of travel that a lot of people do these days. I always decided, no, I was going to get a job, 
get a good salary and then travel how I want to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so being able to go into the travel industry and I had the opportunity to travel within that role. So I went to Ibiza on a club eight. I mean, this is like back in the day. Yeah. But we did club 1830s. It's called a familiarization trip. There were like 60 travel agents plus people from e-commerce and it was VIP, oh, wow. you know, into the clubs and, and speedboat days. And we went over to Formentera. And I went to Northern Europe, Germany. I um, did a number of different things with Thomas Cook. So yeah, yeah. definitely Great got the bug of being in the travel industry. Yeah, um, and I, I did it all while being long distance with Anthony. So he was up in the Northwest, and during the merger with Thomas Cook, I'd moved to Peterborough to be part of the integration team. Um, and yes, yeah, so we were doing things long distance. Yeah, and then Anthony, which isn't always easy, is it? No. But we, it's funny because we'd always been long distance actually because we got together just before I went to university so um, we'd actually always been long distance so it was just kind of an extension of that really. Yeah. Um, but then he, was, he saw how well I was doing and he said, oh, you're doing really well at Thomas Cook, I'll come to you, I'll get a job in Peterborough and we'll live in Peterborough. And then the first night we were there, we find out we're pregnant with Abigail. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so six months later we were back in the Northwest um, deciding what to do. Um, and I was, my heart was just in trouble. It just, I yeah. couldn't get, I couldn't shake it. Yeah. So I went to work for Craghoppers, which is World Travel Clothing. Okay, yeah. So still very much in the travel, talking about travel, but very much from an equipment and a preparation point of view. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah, and then ended up working in cruise. Now, you know how much I love cruise, working as yeah, a head of marketing for a cruise retailer. Yeah. yeah that, I went on my first cruise with them and it was only a one night thing with um, NCL but on a brand new ship it was really good fun um, but I just completely fell in love with the romance of it all like I, I like being you know under the stars and the moon shining and the sound of the water like it was insane like the yeah. wake of the ship you know where the water I just loved it so so then when I left that role, um, and that was a really difficult decision to make because I loved um, travel, I loved cruise, um, but the, the company just wasn't a fit. It was really insane hours. You know, I had Abigail at home mm. demanding, you know, more time with me and it just it just got to a real crisis point. So I left that role. And then I lost myself for a little while, to be right. completely honest. I um, went and worked in financial services and it just, my heart wasn't in it. You, you, need, yeah. you need to have a product that you can really be passionate about. Yeah. Um, so I started looking for roles um, in travel and then Global, who are my consortium, Global Travel Group, they actually approached me. They could see I was looking for travel opportunities and they actually approached me and said, have you considered opening for yourself? Have you considered creating your own yeah. travel business? And at that point, I hadn't because all through my childhood, like my mom and my stepdad and my dad had always worked for other people. I'd, I'd had no influences around me of people having their own business. All my right. aunts and uncles, none of them had their own businesses. They all worked for other people. Yeah. And like huge institutions, like my uncle and my stepdad were police. My mom was a teacher. My aunt lived, worked for the RAF. Like huge, like. Yeah. There's no so entrepreneurial my, my experience. My career was always. I was always thinking about, I must work for a big company. Um, so yeah, so it was really interesting when Global approached me and it just made me think, actually. And flattering. That, 
Yes, really flattering, mm. really flattering. They could see potential, you know, in what I could yeah, do. So fantastic. So yeah, so I thought, you know what? Actually, I book people like I was at this time in my spare time. People would ask for my advice, and um, because I travelled with the family, but also, um, you know, um, because I worked in the travel industry, they would ask for my advice on bookings, and I was booking people here, there, and everywhere. And I just thought. Global have asked me if I'm interested. I'm doing it anyway for people. Why, Why not? not? And living from it. Together. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, had a conversation with my mother-in-law because she was wanting to think about opportunities working at home and she was also looking at travel franchises. Um, so it was just kismet, really. It was just, yeah, we came together, had a conversation and that's Strawberry Holidays was born and it was very quick from then. You know, I had the yeah. meeting early September with Global had the conversation with Fiona not long after that and by 16th of October Strawberry Holidays was incorporated as a limited company and we were in our training sessions early November and we launched in January 2017 like it just and it never once felt wrong it yeah. always felt well you like were you had the entrepreneur and you dying to get out obviously obviously I think people do I, I, think I don't do. think um, yeah, I look at Anthony now, and he works for a big, a big bank, and and I think I think when you start to feel that stifle, and you start to feel like a number, and you start to feel a bit disillusioned by the because I always got, I always thought working for a big company you're secure, but actually I've been made redundant five times. Yeah, that I think gone. So it's only gone are the days of um, jobs for life. Unless, Absolutely, unless I feel more yourself. secure now. Yeah, yeah, I feel more secure now as Strawberry Holidays. I feel more in control. Mm. Like I'm not going to make myself redundant, and my success is driven by me. Whereas, you know, no matter how hard I worked in that cruise job, it was never enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas now I know I'm enough, and and it is. It's completely rewarding, and I I, I do think that people mistake that boredom or that restriction or that um you know and they skip to another job and actually it might be time to look at something completely different and i Absolutely. i recognize that now looking back yes um, you know but that's that's why you're on this podcast now because that's the inspiration you can give to other people that are listening hopefully um so what motivates well, unfortunately i didn't I say unfortunately, no, I, I don't. I don't mean it that way. But I do have two competitors locally yeah. that were inspired by my launch. Really? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, which I actually hold in very high regard. Absolutely. Um, and I do take yeah. that as a, a huge compliment that somebody saw what I was doing and thought, you know, I believe I in her and I believe that I can do that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, that is a great feeling. Um, so what? What motivates you every day to get up and do this? I mean, I think you probably answered that. You love travel. <laughs> what yeah, else? well, and I just, I hate seeing people, like, at the moment, you know, with all the refunds and the way people are being treated, I just think there's just, there's just a better way. Um, so that's what motivates me as far as travel's concerned. And then, you know, the other thing that motivates me is seeing that other people can can do it um you know there's a, a few different travel consultants that i look to and think gosh they're doing great things and um you know i can do that and then you know i want to show my kids that um you know there's different ways of doing things you know yeah. i'm encouraging abigail she's 
she keeps talking about university and I, I just, um, you know, I want to be able to give her the other side and say, yeah, great, if that's what you want to do, but, you know, don't discount starting up. There are other options. Amazing ideas. Yeah. She's got such amazing ideas and she's a real talented drawer and designer and um, so, yeah, so they're, they're probably the three things that motivate me the most. Yeah. Absolutely. So now you've been faced with some huge um, challenges since you started Strawberry Holidays. I mean, to consider, well, tell us what, what the challenges have been. The, the, the current one is the obvious one, but you know, before then, you've had you've had to deal with a lot of things. Yeah, there's been masses going on in the travel industry. Um, you know, one some of the bigger things have been the failures. So. Thomas Cook and Flybee to name two but actually there's been more than that behind the scenes um, yeah. since Strawberry started and um, you know I was affected quite badly by super break um, thankfully because I'm part of a consortium I have amazing support from my head office and also because all my commercial arrangements are through them and we do it as a collective um, it gives us um, you know a lot of power to tell a company when they're doing things wrong and also gives us a great lobbying position with Atoll and things like that but then some of my other biggest challenges like I nearly wiped us out um, really early on with a booking that I did um, and there was an error um, with the flight time and the customer missed their flight so we had to reimburse them we had to get them new flights you can imagine it was yeah. just horrendous for a startup and that's a that's a big startup, impact yeah it? and it nearly it nearly that nearly killed yeah. us off in the early days um but what i learned from that was huge and mm -hmm. we came through that and but that's such a great point it. kate it's that is a great point you know what these things are learning they're learning um experiences aren't they and everybody we call them failures but they're not the lessons and they make us better they are lessons absolutely and and the lesson i learned was you're never too big to fail like look at tom thomas cook failed us in that instance because they neglected to communicate the flight change yeah now because i hadn't told the client it's your responsibility to keep an eye on your flight at times yeah that then became my so I, so I think i learned from it and i learned that no matter you know you can't necessarily trust the people you think you can trust so like with thomas cook i thought i could yeah. trust them to let me know when the flight change and actually it turned out i couldn't <laughs> so and um, i learned a different level of um quality assurance i guess just yeah. you know just that being Belts and braces <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously we've, uh, what, you know, we've got COVID-19 right now, which has been absolutely huge um, for you. Uh, you know, we just, we just all have been impacted, but then you look at the travel industry and just think, oh my gosh, where does it go from here? Um, what have you, what, what did you do initially when we were told we're going into lockdown and people realized their holidays weren't going to happen for you that must have been pandemonium and what set yeah. what how did you set yourself um apart from all the panic and deal and help people the first thing which was so important and i'm so pleased about my experience with thomas like 
because the lives at Thomas Cook when there were those unfortunate deaths with the carbon monoxide. Yeah. Um, and I did a talent, a, like a talent program, and I learned about crisis management way back then. So I'm so I was so grateful that I had that experience of crisis management. I had some crisis management at Craghoppers as well. And um, so the first thing I knew, I, I knew the first thing I needed to do was to communicate. Um, as quickly as I could, as decisively as I could. Yeah. The problem with the way lockdown was dealt with was the, it was just so uncertain. Like the whole situation was, and it all escalated so quickly for people. So the first thing I knew I needed to do was, even if it was to send an email to say, um, I can't deal with everybody all at once, um, I'm going to deal with it in date order at the moment, you know, we're only un- impacted up until these dates, so please, you know, just bear with me. I mean, at that time, the FCO would put a date at the, at the end of the ban, but then once they turned it into an indefinite ban, then it really yeah. did become more difficult. So I, I communicated probably once, twice a week, and one, one of my communications said, quick update, there is no update, right? Yeah. But just that sense of letting them know I was here, letting them know that they're in my thoughts, that I was dealing with it, you know, every single day, and that when, you know, when it was their time, I would, you know, I would be with them. And then it was coming up with a system after that of right, when do people fall into this? When do I need to, you know, act? What am I acting on? You know, where are we in the process? So every day I go in, I've got a spreadsheet of booking, and every day I go in and say right what is my update today is it is it yeah. that i'm just contacting caroline to tell her that her disneyland refund still hasn't arrived into the global account so we're still waiting for that money and as soon as it comes in and i'm having awful conversations with people telling them their money's stuck with tui and celebrity and disney and and and, and then having conversations with people where their balance is due but they're not sure they want to travel and that's a really difficult conversation to have with them because yeah the uncertainty isn't just with the general public it's also with us in the travel industry and I want to be able to say to people you're fine you can mm. travel on that date mm. but we just don't know so it, it's I'm keeping my sources of information very close-knit very um I'm not like listening to the mirror.co.uk yeah. or what Matt Hancock has to say on this yeah. morning it's got to be about what is Facts. relevant and what is yeah. true yeah. You know that I can't be dealing in rumours and yes. scaremongering and all of that. I've got to deal with facts and what's true. So I'm, yeah, I'm keeping my sources very um, close, mm. very narrow, very close, mm. um, and only listening to operators, and then relaying that information to clients as and when they want it and need it. Um, but it's all about communication at this point. It is, isn't it? It's just, it's just keeping people in the know with the right information. Um, and and when there is a message that needs spreading, making sure I'm out there spreading it. So, um, you know, I've been on the Capital FM and Rock FM and I'm on the BBC on Saturday, um, you know, hopefully giving a good message of, yeah, these yeah. air bridges are great, but look out for X, Y, and Z. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, this whole um, lockdown situation has been hard mentally for so many people uh, and, and for people like yourselves which are who are dealing with other people's <laughs> emotional well-being how are you yeah. coping personally because it's got to be hard you know you, you 
we're all in the same boat, but you're taking on other people's issues as well. Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm really grateful for my coach. So I work with a business coach, um, Rachel from Excel Coaching, and she she taught me, not, not even recently, this is something we've worked on a while ago, about... Um, you know, I'm very, I'm very empath- empathetic, so mm-hmm. I do take on a lot of people's um, emotions. So we've, we've, we've devised a, a meditative, meditative, um, you know, few minutes where I can ground myself and root myself and concentrate on me as much as possible. Yeah. And I use Tibetan chimes to like air out the grievances and the vibrations in the air. Um, I meditate daily and I exercise daily and I look after my body. That's like, I think, you know, looking after your body is a great way to start looking after your mind, isn't it? Yeah. And then, but then on my down days, I'm I'm kind to myself. Like the last couple of days um, have been tough because the news is so, the news cycle is so um, travel driven at the moment. so when I'm having those down days, I'm just kind to myself and I think, it's okay, don't don't worry about that social media post or yeah. that newsletter spelling holiday. Like don't don't worry about that. Do what you absolutely need to do today and then just have a laugh with I mean, Eli and our baby. They uh they keep it they introduce a smile or Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They bring relief. So absolutely. it's about recognising when you have those down days and just allowing allowing yourself to feel like it I, I had a really good description I can't remember what it was on Instagram I can't remember who it was that posted it but it was about Covid and how it's like a riptide and how if you try and paddle against your riptide how you, if you try and paddle against that those, those down days or that feeling then you're just going to get carried out to sea anyway yeah. and you're just going to end up exhausted yeah. whereas the advice always is isn't it to just go, go with it, it and and then, um, you know, and then find your way back from there. And I, that's, that's I think that's great advice. Thing. That's really great advice. Yeah. What? So this is the golden question, I guess. What, <laughs> what do you see in the future for Strawberry Holidays? You know, have you had to re, re um, look at your plans I guess you have we all have we've all got businesses that we've had to relook at but um, what is your vision long term I guess well I've been calling it strawberry holidays 2.0 because yeah. it has it's wiped out the business as it was and um, I've started with a completely clean slate like I say like I said to you before I'm fortunate about 80% of um, my clients have rebooked which is fantastic I'm really pleased with that but this time, because we've had so much time, even though I have been busy um, dealing with things, I've still had a lot of time as well. Um, and that that time has been spent on goals and where do I want to take strawberry and what are the ultimate um, aims? And do I want to carry on with it? I mean, let's be frank, I could have just said, this is too difficult, like yeah. give, people, give people their money back and then close up shop. And we're seeing that people are doing that. Yeah. And it was a decision to carry on yeah um you know a, a decision that i've given i've made and said no there is potential here i love it it was doing we were growing we were thought we were seeing forex growth and yeah. um, in february so i know i know what i was doing was working so we've tweaked it 
So I'm going to be specialising in tours and cruises, so multi-stop holidays um, mm -hmm. exclusively. Um, looking at um, Australia, the US, Italy, Greece and Disney, because I am a Disney Gold um, travel agent. Um, and that's going to be my focus going yeah. forward. And you know, I've had time to look at my ideal client, I've had time to look back at the bookings I've made and which ones A, I really enjoyed doing, and, and B, that were the best revenue generators, and, and kind of come up with that magic potion yeah. <laughs> that I want to create going forward. So that's been really exciting. I'm really looking forward to doing that. Brilliant. So, uh, well, I have been doing that, that's what I've been spending the last few weeks yeah. around my marketing doing. And then, yeah, I suppose being given that out, because like I say, it was a decision to carry on and to rebook people, being given that out was was kind of a, a relief, really, because it just reinvigorated my motivation. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does absolutely. And I think any any anyone in travel or anyone with a car showroom or you know anyone with their own business mm. who have been given an out because they could have closed their doors and and you know stopped their entrepreneurial journey with with COVID as a perfect excuse. It's not my failure. It was COVID. Yes. You know, everyone's been given an out. Yeah. Um, and those people that are staying open and are determined, stuck at it. they should have a renewed passion and they should have a renewed um, renewed goals and renewed outlook, I suppose. Absolutely. Anyway. Absolutely. So, you know, women inspiring women, um, what advice would you give to any young woman who's starting out, not necessarily in um, travel, but starting out in business? Um, know why you're doing it yeah know why you're doing it um do it for impact um and spend and it really i was just thinking about this the other day because when you start a business and you, you make that decision to start a business and we were very much in this boat you just get carried along and everything's happening at once and so much to get done and you just you just want to hit the start button and you forget the fundamentals like who do I want to sell it to what specifically do I want to sell or what's my service like, and you forget those nitty gritty things yeah and this whole situation has enabled me to backpedal and spend my time and that's very much why I'm calling it strawberry holidays 2.0 because yeah, I like I've been that. able to, to 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 be a startup again and yeah. kind of give myself that time um, and I'm starting another business um, and everything I learned in the startup of Strawberry, I've implemented in this, um, in a way, this hospitality. Yeah. And um, and th that would absolutely have to be top of my list. Try not to get too carried away in the tasks of getting started, and and do think about even if you just spend 90 minutes, just writing down who your target client is, what you know, out of your product range, do you want to focus on or a service like what is your ultimate yeah. service. And then, um, and because that will give you direction for everything else, mm. for your marketing, for your, um, and it will also mean that you're in love with what you're doing. Yeah. 
I think yeah. the, the passion has to be there, doesn't it, to succeed? Yeah. Yeah, um, and you know, you've mentioned uh, that you've used a coach, a business coach, and a life mm-hmm. coach, really, Rachel, isn't she? I've met Rachel. She is, yeah, she's a mixture of the two, yeah. So, yeah. you know, is that something that you would encourage people to do as well? You know, self development, self care, obviously, is a big issue. Um, yeah, most definitely. And when you're choosing a coach, find a coach that is you know ahead of ahead of you so if you're a startup it's no good going with a coach that's starting up themselves yeah you need somebody that's established and that is you know earning earning a revenue and has, has kind of got past that five year you know sort of startup thing um, and that and that will always happen so Rachel is still my coach now um, because of the life coach element, definitely. Mm-hmm. But from a business coach point of view, there'll, there will come a time when I'll outgrow yeah. that because of when she is in her business, then I'll look for a coach who is, you know, further on, yeah. um, you know, in that in their career. So um, it's yeah, it's, don't be afraid to to look for someone that's going to really drive you forward. Absolutely. You need someone that's going to make you into a real action taker, and Rachel's been fantastic with that. Brilliant. Well, Kate, it's been lovely talking to you. Um, I think we've covered everything. <laughs> Forgive me if we haven't. I think we have. Um, I think you are very, very well suited to be in our, um, our, you know, team of uh, inspiring ladies. I think your story is amazing, and I just see that this is just going to make you bigger and stronger than ever. I know that you're going to come out of this, and you're going to absolutely take over in the travel industry (laughs) you're going to be brilliant and i will be coming back to make some bookings very soon so let's just wrap up how do people get in touch with you how do they find you Um, in in social media yeah social media so facebook is just facebook.com forward slash strawberry holidays instagram is instagram.com forward slash kate underscore strawberry holidays um linkedin um come and connect with me kate holroyd or um, email kate at strawberryholidays.co.uk. Fantastic. Um, and as always, thank you for listening. If you'd like to listen to some more of our um, Women Inspiring Women podcasts, um, you can find us on www.mrsdblogger.co.uk. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Thank you.